Welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room that we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast. Not we- only did we not escape, we actually imprisoned. We <laughs> It's a trailing room. Uh, thank you so much, Spencer, for running the room. That yes, was fantastic. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for playing it. You guys did great. And uh, I, it was a lot of fun. I have uh, no fear in saying uh, not like any of the rooms that I have written for this season. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Uh, well, that was lovely. Um, yeah, so we got through it. It was it was very fun. Uh, do, do you want to talk a little bit about like what what was your inspiration how? for coming up with this room? Tell us the how. I would I would love to. Um, so the the concept for this room was actually the escape room that I was designing in real life when uh, we wound up shutting down the escape room that mm. I own in real life. Um, Almost all of it changed to be in an audio form. Um, <laughs> good, good. It, uh, yeah, it used to be a kindergarten classroom, so you'd be like manipulating objects instead of getting notes and, and reading things. Um, but the, yeah, the class pet was missing. Um, the <laughs> there's there's a couple gags that I had planned that I uh, put in this one, like the Stephen the scienceman. Um, there's no reason for there to be like an intro jingle. It was not helpful at all, but I really wanted that gag. I've been dreaming about that gag. Oh, it was lovely. I do. It was great. The only frustrating part is, again, not a show of our childhoods, so I have oh, no yes. idea how closely referential it is. Mm, true, true. Very Bill Nye, but that doesn't mean much to us. So now I guess we have to go and uh, watch some of that to find out. Uh, you'll love it. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then, yeah, so there was, yes, there was going to be a moment in the real-life version of the game where you had a, a shoebox that you had to pretend like it was locked and you couldn't get into it. Uh, and as soon as you pretended that, it was going to be like, your childlike sense of wonder is back and the lights grow to him. And now when you go into the cardboard castle, it takes you into the other room, which is going to be this whole cardboard land. Um, oh, and you're going to get to talk to a, a little, a very crude animatronic um, <laughs> giant uh, class pet and the, the game master was going to have a little voice changer and, and talk to you and stuff like that. We actually, we were recently in uh, LA and we played a room that had uh, puppetry in it. So it had game master puppets to, so you could have chats with like animal characters and things like that. It was great fun. It's, so, it's very novelty. This was, was at, quite um, something. Quest, quest room. room. Yeah, this was a quest room in LA and it was, uh, it was, it was very, very fun. If you're, if you're, if you're around nice. and you I haven't done, done that, it, go and check I, it out. Now I really want to. <laughs> it was great fun. That's quite fun. What's it called? Malediction? Malediction at, at quest room. Um, that was very entertaining. Uh, but yeah, nice. no, that's very that. cool. So obviously this was, this, uh, that's a very cool concept for a physical escape room and very uh, uh, ambitious, I suppose, to get that all to work. Did it feel well? ambitious <laughs> as sure, you sure. were doing it? There was, there was even more ambitious things to it. Like the the mm. the whole final puzzle was supposed to be like a real life game of the board game mousetrap that you would have to set oh, up. Oh wow. my god! Because the the setup was that you would you would get the pet to pop out of the the hiding spot, but they would only pop out when you were all on the other side of the room. So while on the other side of the room, you had to drop a little cage, and it was all going to be set up to be like crap. like a solar system planets on the ceiling and like animatronic like not that's very cool, motorized yeah. thing. So. It was certainly ambitious. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, and then the, there was going to be um, the previous teacher, uh, Mr. Kimball, was going to be a character, but he was going to have left you little video messages 
that he had um, oh, nice. <laughs> he had recorded over these little like leapfrog jumpstart learning cartridges. And so he could only record like 30 seconds at a time. So he had to keep finding new ones. Uh, oh, that's great. Um, that's such a fun idea. I really like that. That's, that sounds small, but yeah, I think that's I had, really nice. Uh, I had so much fun actually converting it into the audio-based escape room. In, in writing it into the audio version mm -hmm. and, and changing a lot of stuff, the whole concept of I never actually tell you what animal meatball is. And reg regardless of which one you would have chosen, she would have been very upset. Okay, I'm yes. glad. I'm glad that I was so uh, <laughs> disconcerted by not knowing the entire time. It's a Schrodinger's hamster sort of. Uh, yeah, I was going to say because we got we got we got imprisoned for calling her a hamster instead of a gerbil. But if we called her a gerbil, she would have been a hamster. Yes, if you called her a gerbil, um, she would have been upset uh, that you thought she had like a, a gross long tail uh, and that. <laughs> Uh, she was active. Like you, you thought she would be active in the daytime, like all you gross humans. Like no, she's yeah, evolved nice. to live in the night. Uh, <laughs> that is fun. Did you have guinea pig in there as well? Uh, I did not actually. Um, Could have thrown the whole one, system. I don't know anything about guinea pigs. I actually did say that, and I just <laughs> uh, <laughs> I forgot what I improvised. I've never even been to Guinea. You think I need to live in pairs for my socialization? <laughs> I'm a lone oh, wolf, baby. Yeah. Um, uh, it was it was a it was a lot of fun to get through the room. I think one of the things that like got us early on is one of the things that we've we've sort of noticed for ourselves uh, in the audio format, especially like over time over doing a lot of these is we can be a lot like we get we've we've sort of pared down a lot of the description of rooms or like the number of objects um because we sort of go look if we say it's a classroom we can people will, rely people on people will put the classroom picture in their head and so we we sure. kind of but whereas this had a lot more you stuff gave that, us the detail all the details of classroom mm. so it was a hundred percent guarantee that we were visualizing the same classroom. Yeah, which was which was lovely, and it just took us a little while to get back into that mindset. Because as once we got about halfway through the room, we had a lot more like, okay, so there'll be like that's the element of these that is relevant. It's mm. just the letter mat. The rest was all set dressing, and we sort of started getting through right. that. But for, but at the at first, I've been so used to doing Danny's rooms uh, that I just sort of went, oh no, there's so, so much to an do in this room. Picture. And then we got two new locations. I pa yeah. I, I panicked. But but in the end, it, like it, the the same <laughs> like it was the same amount of actual stuff. It was just sort of like listed ever so slightly differently, and it freaked me out for a second because uh, it was. And some of that was um, for for um for getting past the uh, Squire Teddy Bear into the drawbridge. Um, it's ah, it's so pretty much open ended. Uh, yeah. like, as long as you go back to the real world, that was my like criteria. If you go back to the real world and build something that you bring back in, as long as you do that, it's going to work. So sort I of think, so I left it sort of open-ended. So that's a little bit why there's a little bit extra stuff described in the beginning. Um, mm -hmm. So people could get more creative. I did want to say, Bill, when I first came up with the concept, I was like, okay, let me just have a couple things I could come up with. So I know the players could at least think of something. And I was like, one thing they could do is they could have gone to the stuffed animals and found one that's a lion and it's yeah. the king of the jungle. He's a classic it piece of and royalty. Never did that cross anyone's mind in <laughs> any of the play tests. It, <laughs> it was like the first thing I thought of. Um, and so, uh, so that I, I was very, very happy. Good. That, that I, and 
extremely interested, and I hope other people at home are as well. I want to know what the people you play tested with came up with. Uh, yeah, I want to see how our ideas compared to theirs for of, all of the open um, bits. Yes. So there was a lot of paper crowns. Nice. Uh, that was a big one. Um, there was somebody. <laughs> one of my. I. You know what? I'm going to out him. I'm going to out him. Uh, Tommy <laughs> Haunton played oh, yeah. this game. Tommy. And he went to the bunny farmers and through through a weird bit of improvisation he had it so that the the carpet being farmed was like illegal drugs <laughs> um, and then that was actually not even part of it then he he took so much of the carpet that he covered himself with it and said that he was queen meatball uh Perfect. And it was <laughs> It was too funny to say no to, so I let it, I let it work, and he was like, "Wait, really? That works?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did wonder for a minute if we were going to have to pretend that the lollipop covered in carpet was going to be an animal. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, and then one of the ones that I had like thought about, like to be clever, but uh, no one would ever think of it was if you take a ruler in. Then they become a ruler, and they're. I a love royal that. Oh. That's really nice. Uh, That's very, I very am good. upset that we didn't do yeah, that. I, we have to go back and edit the episode now. Hold <laughs> on, just, uh, I grab a ruler. <laughs> okay, that's one. And what about like we use the lollipop as the key, but anything can be the key. Did most people use something yes. like that, or do people just do whatever they want? Anything, yes, anything could be the key. Um, I was a little nervous about the lollipop. The <laughs> the lollipop is there to sort of try to get across that like if you bring something from the real world into the land of whimsy it like transforms is, that was makes the idea sense behind i was that. i was gonna ask what the actual function of the lollipop was in the room, oh yeah i could see that that's what teaching. it was the other thing was we were sort of already there a mm. little bit i think which is why i was going so hard and the sesame lane lunchbox yeah, true. find it yes yes uh yeah <laughs> You guys were very keyed in on that being a lunchbox early on. <laughs> I didn't have any other playtests that actually keyed in on that. So really, um, hey. the also the detail, the detail about how one kid brought a sack lunch and was missing a lunchbox. Mm. Um, you guys keyed in on that detail, and none of my other playtests did. That is, that's not even escaped this podcast training. That's solved this murder training. That's just a person <laughs> in a conversation mentioning a detail and be like, that detail why is going to be give, irrelevant why for would later. They give that weird detail? Why would yeah. they say this? And uh, how did everyone else get out of their cages? When they were um, queen trapped, all all very different. Um, <laughs> there was a blowtorch to get through stuff. There was a, uh, I think, just like a tractor to drive through <laughs> stuff. There was, I forget, oh, I can't quite remember actually the um, the army men one. There was, you know what? There was a lot of redirecting the rocket. On them too. There was a lot of like mm. big shields to to block the rocket and stuff. Um, and then someone, I think, actually just like took the rocket launcher. I forget how that, but they just like no. had the rocket launcher now and they just blew open a wall. Nice. Uh, so that part's supposed to be very, very fun. No matter what yeah. you say, it's going to oh, work. Yeah. That's supposed to be like your, your Neo at the end of the Matrix and you just, whatever you want <laughs> can happen. It can be nice to have moments like that. I feel like I, I don't do that very often, mm. but yeah, just very occasionally. Uh, still throw something like that in, but I I don't think I would dare to do that long an improbable segment because <laughs> I can't improv for sure. that long. That would terrify me. So well done. But yeah, it is nice when suddenly there's a bit of panic about how much freedom you have. Mm. Well, maybe you don't yeah, get that. I didn't. It was fine. 
I loved it. <laughs> I, I actually oh, enjoyed I it, it so much um, that I added uh, – but the, the last playtest I did, I actually added in the, the farmer bunnies being a barricade and you being on water <laughs> posters. Love I just it. added that because I really, really liked the, the improving at the end. I enjoy that. I like the wanted poster. Should we make that an image that we put on merchandise? Stop <laughs> I do like the gag of it. It's just a Spencer, how can I monetize your work? <laughs> hey, if I – if I figure that out, I'll let you know. <laughs> um, and then also, yeah, you mentioned before we started uh, that like there's only sort of one like puzzle puzzle in this in this uh, room, which was the letter construction, and I loved that. Yes. That I had was a lot great of fun, fun doing letter construction. <laughs> that looked <laughs> good, insane when we saw the rules for it on the whiteboard. Yeah, it looked, and then it was super simple and really fun and very step by stepable, which yeah, is great. Even then, it wasn't like when we saw the actual puzzle, we could just see the answer. We had to go through the mm. process of doing it, I and mean, it just formed itself. It must have been enjoyable for you to listen to us go through that because I feel like we sort of did it exactly the way you wanted like going upside down oh a Q that's crazy wait a minute oh my god yes you, this is definitely like the, the cleanest uh, playthrough of that like everything you said in the order you said it is how <laughs> I hoped it would go of like they're like okay so if we put in the O and the D but those had a plus and a minus these don't but I still think we assume that it is uh, I was just like, <laughs> yes 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 uh, how long did it take to create this and find letters that worked so finding letters that worked was tough it was it was actually it was very fun finding like once i set up those rules of like how the letters will turn into new stuff finding weird combinations that were like really complex and led to actual letters was very very fun and i came up with a couple of them i've i've no idea where i put the notes for it um but uh, after the first couple of playtests, it was clear that I was a little mad with power because they were way, <laughs> way too complicated. Um, so that, that third letter K was mm, like that was good. The, the tough stuff of, of like, oh you, th oh, you think you figured it out? How's this? <laughs> um, so it, that wound up being as, as like hard I wanted it to be with the, for the letter K. Amazing. Were there any other letters that you had that we should try to backform and figure out how you would create them? Oh, jeez. All right, let's do some Gs. Okay. <laughs> it was so long ago, and I didn't, I didn't actually like have it digitally. I, <laughs> I sort of scroll notes like mad on um, sticky notes, which for whatever reason is what I do. But then, like, eventually, I throw them all away, and it's you can only write so much on a sticky note. So I have like eleven of them that are all supposed to go together. <laughs> oh, nice! Just for the most recent room that I was writing. So I'll come up with some. I'll come up with some, and I'll, I'll um, email you. Nice. For the most recent room that I was writing, I ended up at a point where I said, cool, here's the puzzle that I want to be in this moment to do with letters. And then I paused and I went, all right, now it's time for me to actually create the puzzle. And I don't know if this is physically possible and if letters work this way <laughs> and if there are any letters yes. that would do what I want them to do. Oh, dear. Oh, no. So this yes, feels like a I version loved, of that I that works. I doing that. Um, yeah. Most of the puzzles that I make start out as puzzles for that I'm solving to see if they even are functional or possible. Mm. So what do you start with when you create a room? What is your order of creation? Um, it's, I don't know. I've, I don't know if I'm trying too hard to be like different. Like, I don't want to say the story because everyone starts with a story and you pretty <laughs> much have to, you pretty much have to start with a story. Um, but I also like to immediately consider the like form that it's going to take and like the limitations 
of the form. Like right. initially I was hoping to make a, I, initially I wanted to write a room where I didn't have to send you any images whatsoever. <laughs> and I had a, a slightly more simplified version of the exact same whiteboard puzzle, but I would just describe it. <laughs> uh, you and, end, you <laughs> end like, up in some of those mm. cases where sometimes I create images that really I could have just described, but I don't know. People are probably sick of hearing me describe stuff for a yeah, while. Let's do someone else's voice do a thing. Yeah, sometimes instead of reading out <laughs> right. the letter, you just say, can you read out this letter for me? Yeah. And it's, and it's fine. It's still kind of, it is an audio thing. You're just letting them read the script for that second. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's what's, what's the form this thing's going to take. If it's, what's, what's something that the format of this whole thing can do that something else can't, mm. um, or can't do as well. So having the, um, the Stephen the Scienceman sound effects um, bit mm, associated words fun. with uh, sound effects. Oh, that was um, good. That was one of the first things I, I thought of. I was like, I definitely want to do something with sound effects because it's it's <laughs> audio. Let's do something with audio. I did feel very happy with that one because it was, we were listening to it and on the first playthrough, the, sci the sound effects, yeah, I was mildly paying mm. attention to them. And then when it said <laughs> like, oh, you would be a stupid person or whatever if you thought that you'd be wrong or whatever and it played the chicken yeah. noise and i went that's not what i would have expected there um, and, and i will so say i Danny, noticed it from there that was all you when i saw the chicken cow bomb i was just like this is meaningless to me i would never have remembered that those sounds were specific to that uh to that video so you that would have been a troubling spot to get stuck in yeah and i would have been stuck there so good work on, <laughs> on catching those and yeah you got it off of the second listen which uh was uh, impressive is very good. I actually put in all this extra effort to edit the individual sound effects so I could be like, now that you've keyed in on what's going on, I'm just going to play the snippets with each of the sound effects. <laughs> but no, I, mean, we didn't I didn't even have to do all that work. Well we done for your effort. Uh, this <laughs> is, in all of our years of doing these, I have never put that much effort into <laughs> creating audio puzzles. So good job. There you are. Appreciate it. It was great fun. I did it. I did. I really liked <laughs> good, doing good. that one. I felt good. Yeah. Well, oh, what else did we feel good about? So those two puzzles felt very good about that. Did we ever look in their backpacks for anything interesting? Ooh, that's a you good question. You did attempt it. I, we attempted it. I sort of but... described it unenthusiastically. And <laughs> <laughs> you got the sense that it wasn't very important. Mm. Was there any reason for those to be in the room? No. Just if you had an idea of something to do to get past the Squire uh, Teddy Bear, that would involve something okay, in the backpack. Cool, yeah, it's just more there. options. All right, lovely. Yeah. Um, Same with the sink. If there's something water-based, I wanted yeah, to get true. Yeah, ah, funny. Fun. Yeah, there was just a lot of stuff that was like when you or like if we wanted something for there the key. There were possibilities or to, for us. Yeah, it gave us lots of opportunities. Mm. Um, same with the window, I guess, was just there because windows are necessary for classrooms. Mm. Yes, and initially it was supposed to be, uh, in the real version of the room, there was going to be a simulated window, and that was going to be your timer for the game. Is like, oh, oh, that's When the lovely. kids have gone into the assembly, oh, I know we're like a third of the way there. Mm. Oh, yes, I meant to ask you about that. So you, there were a couple moments that we triggered, or like, you know, that there mm. was a bell ring. Oh, was yeah. those Were those triggered based on particular places that we searched? Were you waiting for a particular action to trigger those? The last two are... Sure. Um, so the, the first one triggers once you've done most of the exploration. Um, okay. Because it takes a, a well enough time. Um, and then the second one triggers right after you've finished watching the video. The reason for that is you at that point, you have what you need to be able to solve the childlike wonder box to get the message of anything can be the key. 
but I don't want you going down that trail until Meatball <laughs> has hidden in there. That's fair. <laughs> so I need you to scare Meatball first. So that's why I force that interaction of, oh, the kids come in. Oh, it's chaos. We got to do something and we get an orange. So let's do something with this orange. Ah, oh, that's fair. That I'm is like, a good redirect. Yeah, it's great. So, so that's of course. I did have a, a playtest where they got the orange, but they were just like, "I'm not going to do the thing because I think I've solved the sound effects thing." And uh, I let them play all the way through it, and they went to the land of make believe, <laughs> and, and uh, Meatball wasn't there. And all of the bunny farmers talked about how the the castle has been left dormant for years, uh, <laughs> and so then they had to go back out and scare Meatball. That's great. Uh, and then the last, I think that's fun, the last actually. ring is right at the end. You've won it. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't play the, the third bell until you've won it. You've got the pumpkin seeds. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, wonderful. Yeah, that works out. That's, that's, that makes sense. Um, it was interesting because you were trying to redirect it from something that we hadn't even noticed we had already, which was the note. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. Which we just didn't see. Whoops. Um, so we didn't need I do also want them to be spaced out a little bit realistically, like <laughs> enough mm. time has passed that maybe that could have been the full lunch break. Well, the, the, the first couple of bells, when they happened, I looked at our clock and I went, that, we have been going for just the right amount of time that that could have been organized. Like it wouldn't have been like a full sure. hour or anything, but that could have been at a time that Spencer has come up with beforehand rather than an event. I assumed it was event based. But there was a bit of doubt. I did have one thing in the back of my head being like, okay, well, I don't think these are actual time limits. Because if they are, and he times us out of the room, I will have to just say, what are you talking about? You can't time us out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to solve it. Why did you let me talk about Dunkaroos for 10 yeah, minutes? Do I have to have a, <laughs> we do I have to have a conversation with Spencer about the format of this show? No, no. I'm, I, don't, I'll trust, I don't think that's the case. But I'm just in the back of my head. <laughs> All right. And now... I feel like there must be some discussion on the concept of uh, childlike whimsy. <laughs> okay, sure. A serious discussion. <laughs> sure. Because I don't have any and I don't think I ever did. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to discuss that uh, childlike whimsy? Because uh, you, you have a thing with this. And I agree that, that people are always like, oh, you know, oh, for the creative mind of a child. They're so creative and they're not hampered by like being disillusioned. And it's like, no, no, kids can't imagine anything. You just tell them a thing like, yeah, I guess so. Children follow <laughs> rules. Like the whole point of, isn't that the whole point of Alice in Wonderland? She goes to the world of nonsense and spends the entire time going, well, you can't do that. Yeah, that doesn't make the, sense. What is this rules. nonsense? Yeah. And then she breaks out of it in the end. Yeah. She has by to become using the powers of whimsy. human logic. If this is how you need to cope with not having an imagination <laughs> when you were a kid, uh, who am I to say otherwise? How many escape rooms did you design as a child, Danny? Mm, none. But as an adult, so much imagination. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about something way more pragmatic, which was we did the classic thing, and this was early on in this room. Mm -hmm that we pulled out the top drawer to get to the bottom drawer. Oh, yeah. Which is one of those ones which is either a classic fix of, of the, and that's how you meant to solve the, pro, the puzzle, or the game master goes, oh, I, I didn't think about that. It's Sorry, always wait. one or um, the other. No, I don't think you should be able <laughs> yeah. to do that. Uh, Worst is when it's one or the other in a physical escape room. Yeah, and you and... don't know whether you've broken it. Yeah. Like, am I, am I, I hope I'm not out of order. Uh, so it was interesting to start the room that way. Did everybody get that pretty much? Or did some people, they need prodding and prompting? All my playtest did right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought I would drop a little hint in the note that yeah, people I usually find that. later on. 
if, if they if they hadn't find found it up to that point. But almost immediately, that was everyone's first uh, try. It was like, let's just try it. We'll take out the top drawer. <laughs> yes. um, did Dylan ever get his Tamagotchi back? Or her? I don't know if Dylan's gender was better. Anyway, <laughs> did Dylan get the Tamagotchi back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. During the end credits, when it was like just music playing and there's no uh, audio and there's a little uh, title down below, it said Dylan got his Tamagotchi back Lovely. and was mystified why it was fed and all the wow. food was going to go. Did you have any part of you think, I won't make it a Tamagotchi. A Tamagotchi. I'll make it a little Digimon. I'll make it a <laughs> a little Digimon. Not Tamagotchi. even for a second. <laughs> what? Not you even for fool. a second. Were as they not as, as big for you? Uh, oh, no. But... Digimon has always been uh, a, a back burner to oh. well, Pokemon. Really, I've never. I didn't know there was a Digimon. Little they had little Tamagotchi Oh, yeah, ones. there are Digimon Tamagotchis. You, you connect them, them to each other uh, and, and they, they can fight. fight. Yeah, if you stick one one little Tamagotchi thing to the other one, they will they will have a little fight. I, and it's great. Are mine still on a shelf? I, I'm sure that we've got a Digimon sitting somewhere. We might, but we don't need to get it now. Right, I'm, a little, uh, I'm a little upset about how cool that sounds and that uh, I didn't have it. <laughs> I loved this Digimon so much. They were a big deal. Of course, our primary school banned them. They banned everything. That's what but, primary schools are yeah. for. Banning fun. But before that happened, my Digimon stories, uh, one, I discovered that if you kept them at their minimum weight, they lost every fight. Oh, no. They could not win a fight if they were at minimum weight. Oh, they're underweight. Yeah, I know. You had to keep them a little <laughs> bit chunky. That was an interesting discovery for a child. Um, the other thing... Was uh, there was just one day, very sadly, uh, I dropped one of my Digimon. I had to. I dropped one of them, and uh, the entire top half of the screen blanked out. And it was just I could still see its legs walking around the screen, but the <laughs> top was blank. And that made You're me a screens half full kind of gal. That made me the most <laughs> popular child in the world of Digimon at my school. I had the <laughs> mutant half Digimon. And everyone wanted to battle me. <laughs> and they always won because you were underweight. <laughs> that, was a, that was a real reason they wanted to battle. <laughs> oh, no, it's just that's a, that's a little imagination kids have. Something like a half screen wipe entrances them. <laughs> uh, well, look, I had so much fun playing through the room. Thank you so much for coming on and running it for us. It, it was, was wonderful. It was yeah. a very, very great happy room. experience. It was an honor. It was great. <laughs> uh, so for people, now you, you, you mentioned in the first episode that you've made an, another game. Uh, do, do, if people wanted to find that and, and know some extra little details and facts about mm. it, where can they find it? Sure. Uh, the game is called Lost in the Shuffle, a double dealing card game. Or what? Uh, I forget the subtitle. A double dealing card game. It's your subtitle! <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said that you would edit out all of my good <laughs> Not that uh, one. <laughs> that one's staying in. Oh yes! Oh dang! You you nine point nine point five out of ten on Board Game Geek. Nice. That's pretty good. That's amazing. People are liking it. Yeah, people are liking it. Um, Wonderful. So yeah, if, if anyone's curious, you can check out spencerispuzzling.com. dot uh, com, or if you Google "lost in the shuffle," uh, hopefully, uh, I'm I'm up there somewhere at the top of Google. <laughs> hopefully, just as a point, Settlers of Catan seven point one. <laughs> <laughs> If you well, need some is, reference points. Settlers of the Catan is a 10 because when you first play it, it's like the first time you've experienced a, a, like a real game. True. Uh, and then 
you get right. into the the hard stuff and you realize like, oh, okay. That was All right. Maybe let's more, go, more let's go for a more recent one. Wingspan. 8.1 out of 10. Oh, I put... I'm still feeling lost in the shuffle here. <laughs> it's doing pretty good. <laughs> well, Jamie Stagmeyer will one day be a successful game designer, but till then, uh, <laughs> his games will have to... <laughs> have to second chase me Sit in the eights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank but... you so much for coming on. Uh, thank you. Uh, it, was, it was wonderful. And Danny, thanks for playing together. Thank you. I think it worked. Uh, I solved sound puzzles, and you uh, believed in stuff. I believed in fun. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody at home, for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, it was, uh, you know, it was good to have you here with Stay us. Stay tuned for some outtakes where we talked oh, about no, various what? things from our childhood. Oh, now I have to do outtakes. Uh, if uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to help support the show, go tell a friend. Go tell someone. Jump online. Pretend we're a board game and review us on Board Game Geek. Give us a nine point six. Um, and uh, <laughs> just that's the easiest way. Look, people listen to podcasts because people tell them to listen to podcasts. They don't usually follow little like social media ads. So word of mouth is a super helpful thing. Um, if you want to also support in a more money way, you can sign up for the Patreon. Uh, there's lots of fun little bonus things over for people who who donate monthly. Uh, anyone at any level can appear as an NPC in one of Danny's rooms. Uh, uh, Spencer, I don't know if you followed this plan, but uh, do you have any friends? Uh that you named the NPCs in this room after? Do you know a Meatball? Do you know a Spencer? Uh, <laughs> yes, I do. Well, um, Meatball is named after uh, the late hamster of my wife, who had <laughs> well, a little hamster named Meatball. Uh, yeah, Good um, name. Well chosen. That was lovely. Uh, <laughs> there, there was a different name for the Juliana character, um, oh, yeah. but now that's named after Juliana of the Wild Optimists. Oh, um, I thought because, it might be. Uh, friends of the show. The wild artist, but the, yeah, uh, they play tested the game, and uh, Ariel uh, said that I had to change the name of a candy obsessed child to <laughs> Julia. So you can read into that uh, what you will. I'm glad um, I said that I liked her then. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the uh, the principal's name is Mishlowski, which is another Kindred uh, Garden Cop reference. Oh, wonderful. oh, okay. And uh, and in the beginning, the kid that gets yelled at outside for putting stuff in his mouth mm-hmm. is named Tommy um, because Tommy <laughs> Haunton eats dirt. That's just a thing that he does. He just picks Great. it up and puts it in his mouth. That sounds right. Naturally. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Um, no, that's there. That's true. Uh, and uh, and there's other. Uh, so that's that's the fun. And you know, if you were a Spencer Patreon, that you would have been, been there. You that could have been you eating dirt. Yes. <laughs> Shout uh, out to our newest Patreon subscriber, Miss Schlowski. <laughs> uh, there's also other. There's bonus audio for uh, other for, for all our five dollar donors. There's a whole series of two minute mysteries that we solve, and all the playtest audio, and a whole bunch of other fun stuff. There's uh, monthly vlogs for the ten dollar donors where we'll review escape rooms and TV shows or do other fun little video content. And there's trivia for the twenty dollar donors, and there's a whole bunch of other fun stuff. You're so, getting less and less enthused as the levels go up. Oh, they know how cool they are. They get cool stuff. It's a great, it's a great place to be. It's a fun community, and it helps support us. We don't run ads on the show, uh, and that's why we don't, uh, because we have the capacity to uh, make a living that way. So uh, thank you so much for everybody who does donate. And uh, if you don't donate, that's also fine. But you know, you, you, it, it's fun. It it's free entertainment. It's here. It's here for everybody. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you again, Danny, for playing, and thank you one last time, thank Spencer, you so for running much, the room. Spencer. It was so much fun. Thank you both. This is so great. Goodbye, everybody. Farewell.